welcome to the final episode of season one. Sneha and I cannot believe that we are wrapping up our first season, and we want to take the time with this episode to reflect back on an awesome season that we've had. So today we'll just recap on some of our favorite conversations and moments taping from season one, and also share what we have planned for the future. So to get started, what we're going to kind of do is kind of recap all of our moments that we've had with our guests and kind of share with you what our thoughts were um, with each guest, because each guest is very fabulous in our season one. So to start us off, um, the second episode with Vidita, who was our first Brown Art Network, um, she was a pretty awesome first guest to have. Don't you agree, Sneha? Oh, yeah. I, I think I think with Vidita, what I really enjoyed about talking to her was that, you know, just the fact that we've known her for so long. She's a family friend of ours. And we've seen her in her musical journey kind of from an outsider perspective. So kind of going back and like talking to her after she's kind of gone through her college days and gone through and, you know, and is actively working to integrate kind of her American side as well as her Indian side when it comes to music. Um, I think it's very interesting to see how that journey has kind of come to fruition and is continuing to um, help her in her ways. And it's just exciting to see that she's come so far and she's still going. And I, I, I really appreciate I just enjoyed talking to her about that and getting to know her a little bit more in the work side as well. I totally agree with you. I really liked that. Um, like you said, we saw her from an outside perspective, so it was really cool to kind of ask questions and ask her like about her experience. And I agree with you. I really liked how she uses her identity as an Indian American, and she's incorporated that in her career or like in her like music and her styles. And it really shows that you can like you can be yourself in your field, even if like you are a minority, and you can still shine and do what you want to do. So moving on to Zainab um, Kashif, who we talked to, the second person that we talked to. Um, if you remember, she had um, she has her own business called ZK Captures, where she provides a lot of services like digital design work as well as photography or professional photography. But um, yeah, her 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 website and getting to know her her platform was very fun to get to know. Um, and just I think I remember when we talked to her, the biggest thing that biggest question that I had, I'm sure, was how to market yourself and how to put yourself out there. And she had some really great tips and tricks for that. Yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting how she used the pandemic to yeah. kind of make that, make her business or like kind of monetize on her talents. And kind of talking to her about like how she said when she first started, like her parents were super supportive. And that's like something that everybody really needs to understand kind of going for like encouraging of your parents also is super helpful but then also she talked about how like using social media in a new way has also caused some like like stirred up some conversations with her family of like oh she like because like social media is not typically like a norm in south asian community so it's really interesting to see how she like kind of showed like you can use south like your social media to and brand yourself in a really nice way and utilize social media as a tool and I also think like um she said like she had like a lot of South Asian pride and they see pride especially in college doing dance circuits which a lot of us I feel like can relate to um so it was really cool to see how like she in her identity she still had a lot of Desi pride but she was also kind of able to um, she didn't really need to necessarily show it in her like business. She was able to do her own thing and craft her own work. Yeah, um, and kind of, I guess, moving on to our third guest, Vision Basu. Um, he was great. I really loved, I, I think his his motto for the entire episode, I believe, was, you are loved, which I think is such a great motto to have in life and just 
in general. And I, I really appreciate that that was the, the kind of the repeating kind of phrase that was said throughout that podcast, just because especially during this time of pandemic and, you know, all this like stuff that's happening around us, that is kind of something that needs to be said um, a lot more. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. He like Vision was so sweet. Um, I like danced with him um in the past, so it was always awesome. He's awesome to work with, and I also agree with you, of like, his message of like knowing that you're loved, and also the importance of telling people that you are there for them, even though like you might not necessarily directly tell them, and sometimes people forget that in the moment. Right. So like telling people that you love them, and it's really interesting that episode. A lot of my like. Friend, like family friends and relatives in India actually kind of told me they were like growing up we never really had the exposure of like what the LGBTQ community was like so this episode really showed like a really like, a good start of where we could start learning more about which was really cool um that we were able to kind of expose them to like a new area that typically is not really talked about in right, right. the South Asian community so I was really glad that people were able to respond positively to that. So next person in our season one lineup um, is Sabrit. Sabrit was really awesome. I really loved talking to her. She brought a whole like a, a great energy when she we kind of talked to her in her um, in her episode. And I'm very excited for her Generation Zero book. Um, we recently got it. Both Sneha and I got it in the package, and it was so exciting to kind of unwrap and like kind of peruse through the table of contents. So I'm very excited to actually start reading that book. But specifically from the episode, I really liked hearing or like learning from Sabrit was like. She was really put a big emphasis on, like, regardless of who you um, talk to or where you come from, you should know that working hard and experience is the main um, way to kind of reach your goals. And that you have to appreciate where you come from, where, like, your parents' struggles are as immigrants. And I think that's a really cool, like, that was a really impactful message that she said that I really, like, enjoyed from that episode of how you sh- can shape your identity and you're working towards like, your dreams and stuff like that, but you also have to thank your parents for the struggles that they've brought to kind of come here and give you that opportunity. No, I agree. I'm I'm super excited for her book. She she like Kirthi said, she just sent it to us, and I I'm, we just posted on Instagram, but you guys can check it out. Um, it's really exciting. I I'm just excited to get to know, just read about her her narrative, her life, um, and just experience like her ups and downs, her very unique ups and downs in growing up as a South Asian American, specifically in New York. Um, and I think I think just getting that opportunity to like read something that is putting vernacular to maybe something that I might have felt when I was younger. Like I think I think that's a really cool experience that I'm really excited to have. And you know what, Sabrith was great to have. I loved her. She was really sweet. She's very like Kirthi mentioned, she has a lot of energy and I really appreciate it. Um, especially just with this podcast. Yeah, and I was going through the table of contents earlier, and I was, like, reading through some of, like, the parts, and I, some of the titles, I was like, whoa, like, we, like, it was very similar, like, I'm, like I can't wait to read, because it feels like I could, like, kind of see, like, kind of, right, right. like, perspective that kind of we all felt, but we couldn't put to words. Right. So, our fifth guest that we talked to was Asia Porter, um, who is in charge of her own pack, on her own podcast called The Narrative. Um, and she on her on her podcast, she talks a lot about Black Lives Matter and the importance of, you know, importance of fighting against systemic racism, as well as just black pride in general and just understanding it. Um, and I, that was I, I really love talking to Asia just because she had some really she made some really impressive, very, very impressive points about Black Lives Matter. I think the thing that really stuck to me was when 
Um, and this has been something that I've kind of like looked into and, and have heard in multiple different versions of it. But the way she said that, you know, Black Lives Matter is not a trend, it's an ongoing fight against systemic racism. I think that's so important to kind of understand and share with people and um, just keep the conversation going, which is something that, you know, our podcast is also kind of motivating um, as well on different levels. So I really appreciated talking to Asia. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, it like uh, she brought up really great points and also the fact that we all like you me in Asia also we all grew up in Mason like we all grew up in the same area but yet we all had a little bit different perspectives of our like experiences um there and kind of seeing how it was really interesting to see how we are different communities like we're the South Asian community and the black community but we all have similar issues and struggles in bet- like between those two communities like even she talked about like when um like within the community itself when we used to tell like how our older generations don't really understand kind of like the things that are not culturally acceptable or whatnot like she said that the same thing happens in their community so it's really interesting to see the similarities even though there are some differences between both minority group communities um based on our perspectives um and yeah i think the main takeaway i got from that episode too was like it's like you said it's not a trend it's an ongoing thing and it's been ongoing before the pickup movement in the summer right um, so like the reminder of like performative activism and matching the trend is really not helpful it's something that i really believe that everybody should kind of remember as kind of going forward um but yeah so our next guest was a brown art network guest so tricha um, so she was, she's currently um, a filmmaker and she recently moved out to LA, which is really cool to hear about. And I was really interested in hearing all the technical stuff that she kind of did with her journey with addiction, her short film that she kind of talked to us about, and also how she transitioned um, from going into like casual dancing to kind of maybe full time in more of like professional setting. So I thought it was really cool to hear her advice and her experiences and how she kind of went the jump from moving from a corporate traditional career to like a more creative field full-time. Yeah, I agree. I really, I, I really enjoyed talking to her about, especially that transition from, you know, a more corporate job to something, you know, a little bit more in the, the artistic side. Um, and especially hearing about how, um, how she became, you know, a South Asian American in the Bollywood industry is very, mm-hmm. not as, un, not as heard of. And I really appreciate that we got that perspective from her because it was just very interesting to see the transition happen as well as how she kind of made it her own and um, is now working on, like you said, addiction, her short film, which I think is a post-production now, but um, yeah, no, I think it's just interesting to see how she's grown from, you know, corporate job to Bungra choreographer to now filmmaker. And just, I, I liked her do it attitude, you know, just do it attitude. I think that's something that I definitely lack in the I, I over plan and I think her her whole her whole motto is just do it you know just do it and keep moving and you know it doesn't have to be perfect the first time just keep going keep going and you'll get there and I think that's such a good kind of life, life lesson that you can get out of that I think mm-hmm. going like going off of that like she also said like you should even like you should just go ahead and do it but you should also prepare yourself like, yeah mentally yeah and financially because it's a it's a long road ahead like it's not like you can just one thing and move on it's like a continuous battle that you kind of have not battle that's kind of over uh, dramatic um, right. but like like it's continuously there's going to be lots of obstacles thrown at you and you have to make sure that you can keep going like realistically right. as well right yeah like don't get stuck in the head don't get stuck in the clouds but also like you know just keep just be realistic about it you know 
um, which I appreciated a lot. Um, our last guest that we had very recently, which we just dropped the episode out today while, while we're recording, um, is Vaidehi Gajar. Um, and she was great to have just because um, she had some, she made some very interesting insight on prominent mental health issues. Um, she's a mental health advocate. Um, and I think the, the thing that she said that really stuck to me, stuck with me was um, the whole idea of like redefining what family means to you. So you can, you know, right. learn and like practice opening up to people that you're more comfortable with. Because I think, especially at the very beginning of this podcast, we kept saying, you know, like, it's how important it is to have those conversations with your family. But at the same time, if that fam- if your family is not accepting or being as accepting as you'd like them to be about mental health issues, you should be comfortable to redefine what that means and start opening up to people or start practicing opening up to people who you can trust with that kind of information. And I think that is such a powerful kind of message to to deliver. And I really appreciate it by the for doing that. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, it might It's also very hard, especially in the South Asian community, because family is such an important value. Um, so I, like understanding like you have to redefine what that means and what your support system is, is a very fresh take that I think everybody should kind of like understand. And I agree with you, like, it needs to be done if it's not working. Like if it's not like your current, if it's not working, sadly, it needs to be changed so that you have a better positive outlook going forward. Right. Um, and I also um, really liked in the end of our episode where she talked about like changing the lingo or the language mm-hmm. around mental health um, as I didn't really realize how negative kind of like how people talk about mental health. I didn't realize even like the smallest words, even I used, um, were very negative. So I think changing like how we word things also will help in, in terms of destigmatizing. In yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I think that's all the guests that we had. So I just, again, wanted to thank, we just wanted to thank everyone who came on and helped us like kind of put, kind of kickstart our season one. Um, We had some amazing guests and, you know, go check out our episodes that we've had before um, to get a more in-depth, we kind of sped through that real quick, but (laughs) you can go, you can go back into the episodes to see um, to listen again if you if you want and I, I i highly encourage that really so that'll be good yeah we really appreciated the perspectives that each guest brought and yeah we kind of sped through it and highlighted our favorite moments um <laughs> but we really do appreciate them helping us kick off redefining abcd but now we kind of wanted to go into kind of our reflection as well in terms of like so the first question i guess Sneha, you can start us off too is what were some expectations of like, or thoughts that you've had before we kind of started this podcast and looking back how do you feel um like where we are now I think I definitely expected it to be a lot more of just like talking to each other. I don't think I ever expected like the amount of like people that have reached out to us um, asking to be on. I think that was like definitely something that I wasn't planning for, but I'm really happy that it happened. Like I I remember in the beginning, we were kind of like talking about, oh, you know, like once we have a couple of episodes out and we get a little bit more popular then like more people will come on and, you know, they'll start signing up. But I, I think like that, I think that's really exciting. And definitely not something that I expected from the very beginning. No, I agree with you on that aspect. I was scared the most, like, there's a few things I was scared about, and one of them was, like, the guest lineup, or how we're going to, like, kind of make this versatile with multiple perspectives, um, but I really do have to give a shout out to the Facebook group, um, Little Brown Diary, yeah. so they're, like, a South Asian Facebook support group, um, so I essentially, what 
happened was like I was like I don't know about guests and so we were Naha and I were talking and we we're like what should we do and I was like well, you know what? let me just make a post maybe one or two people will be like hey sure let's uh, we'll be so interested in your podcast after I made that post like read like the redefining Facebook page got so many messages and I got so many also in DMs and I was just so surprised that everybody wanted to be a part of our um, podcast and wanted to share their story and help us kind of uplift our platform which was pretty awesome also another I think some expectations I felt was like I guess I was more nervous in the fact of like how to speak like because like, when it's between you and I like I, I, it's easy but like once we started hitting record I was nervous it's like right, right. I'm gonna say um like I'm gonna pause or not know how to talk like that was one of the some of the things that also I was like my those were some of the thoughts kind of starting this so but like I feel like in terms of speaking we've gotten so much better like I was looking looking back from my first episode to now we're like we're spitting out good thoughts left and right. <laughs> it's good that we can actually talk now. It's great. We've learned how to talk on this podcast. It's all great. It's amazing. <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's great. No, I, I agree. There's definitely a lot of, like, I think in the very first episode, there was so much, like, uh, like I guess, like, how do we, how do we make this conversational, but also, like, not too, like, I don't know uh yeah like not too awkward about it not like we I think it took us a bit to get the hang of just talking and not really thinking too much into it um but I think we've gotten better and I do appreciate that the podcast has helped with that just you know finding our voice in the podcast so I don't know it's good it's interesting it's interesting to see how that's developed um 100% over the episodes which is good um, I guess going into our, our third question here, um, how has the season shifted your thoughts on cultural identity from the beginning to the end? Or not end, but now. Um, so that's a good, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, guess, I guess in terms of like before starting this podcast, I felt like, I guess through the kind of growing up of being in like various avenues of like being exposed to our culture, I always felt like I had some South Asian pride. Um uh but like kind of after hearing everybody else talk about their how they express their south asian pride on our kind of um podcast i like learned that there's different ways or different perspectives there's different ways of showing south asian pride and it's not necessarily have to be like through activities that you do but it can also be like the subtle um hobbies that you do the interests that you pick up and it was really cool to see how we all kind of had that end perspective of like we want to bring out the south asian in us in our everyday lives but the way we did it was very um in our own way was very cool to like learn from each guest right yeah i think um i think more than like i think i personally i feel like i always had south asian pride but i think just meeting people and meeting people that are doing more essential non-traditional kind of career paths and have taken those with at a stride I think it's really impressive to see that and I think through that I've just kind of gained more of a like I'm more I know how to hone that South Asian pride a little bit more into something that I can physically do and show for and I think that's something that I like I I could always I always saw in theory but like now it's kind of in practice with this podcast as well as like just like personal kind of creative endeavors that I have on my own. Like, it's just nice to see that, you know, there, it's possible. There are South Asian, there are South Asian identities that have done this and have pursued more eccentric non-traditional paths and it's possible. And I think that's the biggest thing that I got out of it this season. Just again, like, re, like just talking to people and opening myself up to 
just meeting newer people in the South Asian community um, that the podcast has allowed us to do. So I um, really appreciated that. Um, and yeah, not only that, like, I guess looking back, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I say like I have South Asian pride in myself, but there's always times where you're like, kind of, you don't like, you know, it's like all the time, like, like looking back, I've like seen some moments where I'm like, oh, I don't want to show the South Asian in me. Right. Like I remember back in those, some of those memories and I'm kind of looking back and then, but it was really nice to hear other people have those moments as well. Cause sometimes looking back, I felt guilty. I was like, why would I like hide this? Yeah, yeah. But like other people also went through those experiences as well, which was also comforting to hear. I agree. I agree. It's good. Yeah. I. So I guess kind of, Continuing off of that, our goal for this podcast was essentially to promote various identities in our community and show various ways you can promote South Asian pride in yourself and in others. So I guess just based off this first season, how do you think we could keep going in terms of that goal and promoting that on our podcast? So for me, I think definitely seeing more people um, guest spotlight on our podcast would be really fun. I think it'd be I encourage anyone who is interested in being on our podcast to reach out. We are looking for any sort of identity within South Asian American pride. I think with our podcast, we, I mean, we, we think that, you know, there is a mainstream level of South Asian pride that exists already, but I think bringing to light and highlighting people within the South Asian American group that is different and not mainstream, but part of like niche groups within our community. Um, we're looking for to interview and to highlight these people. So if you know anyone or is interested in being on the podcast, definitely reach out. Um, I'd love to see more, uh, more variety in our guests and just keep going with what we've already set up for season one. Yeah, I think our two segments are really good in the fact that I think just continuing with that is a, the best way of promoting our are highlighting the diversity within our community and kind of like what you said like using our platform to help promote people who are in different who are different identities so the whole point is that was the whole reason why we started redefining abcd is to show that like there's not co no one cookie cutter way of being south asian american or being south asian in general so kind of just continuing with that mindset i think and highlighting various diverse guests is the best way we can kind of stick to that goal and also kind of take I guess I guess putting down or not even putting down they're just like showing that like some of the stereotypes that are even played within our community that people play off of um are not really true or trying to stop that mindset of kind of playing off those um is something that we also need to do as well and that kind of goes hand in hand with like being diverse and showing various identities within our community which I really feel will change or normalize like don't do what's popular, but do what you want to do, which right. is what we at the end of the day want to do. Right. right. I agree. Kind of going off of that, I guess it's very similar, but what do you, what do you, can we expect next season? Um, Ooh. Yes. Everybody get ready for season two. Cause it's going <laughs> to be great. Um, so what you can expect season two in terms of larger than us, that segment, we we want to make it more conversational based as the first season we kind of what we kind of planned out was how we can expose various topics to people um, and kind of share those sides like what is the LGBTQ community and how is a South there are South Asians in the LGBTQ community that was kind of like some of the things that we kind of showed or like what is the black community and how we can be allies. So the second season in terms of larger than us we want to make it more conversational based and kind of get into the nitty gritty of 
specific topics within the South Asian community um, and get kind of to a deeper level. So we might not have, it might just be between Sneha and I, and it might just be with the guests as well, um, but it's going to be a more conversational based. Um, as for Brown Art Network, I think we're definitely going to, like I said before, bring on more creatives. Um, again, we're looking for, we're in the, we're on the hunt for, uh, you know, uh, South Asian creatives out there. So if you know anyone, please reach out. Um, that's basically the biggest change. I mean, we're just going to have more guests and bring more people on and, um, and see where it goes. So yeah, I, not really much change there, but um, yeah, we're all, we're always on the hunt for more people. Yeah, and to add on, we have these two um, uh, formats that we're going to keep for season two, um, but we also kind of want to add short series or short segments um, to kind of show various different or like kind of niche ways of showing how you can incorporate South Asian pride or learn about South Asian culture. So something that we kind of want to start our first project in that area is the culture drop segment. So this won't be necessarily on our podcast. It'll be on our Instagram. So follow us on Instagram if you want to see this culture segment drop. Um, But we honestly, we just want to take like various topics about Indian culture and kind of give you fun facts about them. Like, for example, when we were discussing this idea, like, where did Dosa come from? Like those types of topics. So if you're really interested in hearing the type of topics that we're going to talk about on that segment, follow us on Instagram because we will be having some fun topics planned for that. Yeah, I, I think I think for that, I think we're definitely going for a lighter tone. And I think that it's kind of a callback to our first episode, um, uh, what it means to be Indian American. So um, also go check out that episode, which was... Yes, yeah, so yeah. The, yeah, with the culture drop, we... The main purpose of the goal of this is it's okay if you don't, even being South Asian, if you don't know various aspects of South Asian culture, it's okay. This is a casual way of learning about it and we really need to make it, it's really judgmental free and we hope you enjoy the content that we've produced with the Culture Drop segment. Awesome. All right. So that's all we had for this uh, season wrap. Um, thank you listeners for following along and listening to our season one. We hope that through the season, you see that South Asian pride comes in various perspectives and feel like you can incorporate more South Asian pride in your day-to-day life. So from redefining ABCD to you, we hope you all have a great holiday season and new year and stay tuned for season two.